hi, hello. How are you doing? I hope you are doing well. Welcome to Confessions of a Canaanite, where Mondays are motivational, Wednesdays are full of wisdom, Fridays are just plain fun. I am Kira Canaan, excited to be back for our very first Wednesday of season two. Let's get straight into it. Um, so I was a, oh, I see my puppy is watching me through the window. Anyways, um, I was a VeggieTales kid growing up. I loved me some VeggieTales. I was raised by a cucumber and a tomato, and I have no problem letting them raise my future children because I feel like I came out pretty okay. And I feel like VeggieTales just did a really good job explaining biblical stories to children. I, I will still watch some VeggieTales, no shame in my game. But one of my very favorite episodes is the story about Joshua and the fall of Jericho. Don't know the actual title. Wasn't responsible enough to look it up. I probably should have, but I'll write it in the description. Whatever. But it's the story about Joshua. And um, for those of you who don't know, let me give you a little gist. Um, the Israelites have been promised a land. They have been promised a land that is flowing of milk and honey. A land that is a gift from God himself. The land of what? The land of who? Canaan, honey. Canaan. That is biblical. Go look it up. I am a product of the promised land. This is pure milk and honey you looking at. Yes, ma'am. Anyways, um, but they were promised this land and in order, after a long, long journey in order to get there, they still have to like overcome a few people, overcome a few cities and Jericho is one of them. So God uses a messenger to speak directly to Joshua and he gives the very specific instructions to walk around the wall that outlines this city for six days in a row and then on the seventh day walk around that wall seven times play some trumpets play some horns and then scream and the wall's just gonna tumble down that mug is yours the end that those were the instructions and i love that story as a kid i don't hate it now i just as somebody who feels like she has been walking around Jericho for far too long. I'm not that impressed with the Israelites. I'm just not, and I will explain. I guess I'm not impressed because I'm like, I wish God would tell me seven days, right? Like, I wish I would have some clarification or some confirmation or a timeline, right? I feel like we are given visions and ideas and things from God himself like we have received like anointings and whatnot and we're like okay dope when like when is that gonna happen how hard is it to follow instructions when you don't have a timeline it's hard spoiler alert it's not the easiest thing in the world well we make it harder than it has to be but that's why I don't really I'm not all that impressed with the Israelites in this scenario anymore. Because I'm like, if God tells me to walk around something or to just do anything. If God says, you have to stay at that job for three years. You have to um, get out of that relationship. Or you have to, um, you gon' have kids when you're whatever, whatever, right? And... I feel like if we received a timeline, like, okay, on this date or in this many days, this many weeks, it would be so much easier to follow directions. But can you follow instructions when you don't have a timeline? So, same story, let's just rewind a couple chapters. The story of Jericho happens in Joshua chapter 6. Now, in Joshua chapter 2, there is a prostitute. Remember what we talked about, um, 
the last episode, the last Wednesday episode of season one. What did I say? Didn't I say that God loves the prostitutes? I meant it. He turned that prostitute into a prophetess and he used her to house some um, Israelites that were spying. They were spying on the land of Jericho, trying to sweep it out, see what's going on, because this is before they had received instruction. So they knew that they were going to take over this land because God had given them that vision. They didn't really know how. So they sent spies in to survey the area and see what's up. So Rahab, the prostitute, took them into her house and she made sure that they were protected and secured and that they did not get caught because guards came to her house and everything. It was like, where are they at? And she was like, I don't know. And there we are. So she tells these men, hey, please don't forget my kindness. Like I put my neck on the line for you because I do believe that the Lord is going to deliver this land into you in over to you guys. And I would appreciate just a little, a little security. So the spies give her very instruction, very specific instructions in um, verses 17 through 20. They say, put a red cord in your window and whoever you want to survive with you, they need to come into your house. So your family member, your loved ones, um, they need to be inside of your house while this is happening. And if they walk out of that house, that blood is on their hands, their own hands. Um, and they didn't tell her, you got to hold them in for seven days. You got to hold them in for this long. You got to hold them in when you see us walking around. They didn't say any of that. They said, bring your family members in and put this cord on the window and don't let anybody out until we have taken over. And I am now very impressed with her because I love my family. I love my family. I love Ryan's family. I love my extended family. I love my close family. I don't know if I could be locked in a house with them and not know when I'm allowed to let them leave again, right? Like, I don't know how that process works. Because I'm like, I'm sure Cousin Ray Raiden probably ate up all the food. I, Susie is getting on my nerves talking to everybody. You got Instagrating Joe who don't know what to do. Like, and you got to keep all of them in the same house. Because, I'm not going to lie, part of me would be like, you know what? Me and Ray Ray only see each other on Christmas and Thanksgiving anyway. He didn't live a long life. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. But, I feel for her more so that she was able to follow very specific instructions without knowing. Without knowing how long she would have to do this. Because I'm sure, yes, it was only seven days. But I'm sure it felt like a long seven days when you got every single person you love that you're trying to say they life in one itty bitty house. She probably didn't even have time to prepare, clean, cook. She just, get in here. I'm saving your life. Shut up, sit down, right? So my question to you is, can you follow instructions without a timeline? Because I feel like we get into our own way. I know I definitely do. There are some things that I'm like, okay, we receive a vision and then we start to fill in the gaps, right? We start to create the story and it's like, okay, well, I guess if I'm going to get there, then this looks like this and that looks like that. Like, for example, if you think that you're going to be married by this time, then you're like, well, I just, this, this must be my husband. This is him right here. And God is like, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. This is day one. Keep walking around that wall, baby. And for us, it's definitely tiring because I'm like, Jesus, I've been walking for a minute now and I don't see not a brick out of place, but I don't want to give up on day six, right? I don't want to give up on day six. How do I not know that I'm on my day six right now? So 
I'm learning what it means to follow instructions and even when things don't make sense, it's not my job to make things make sense. It's my job to just listen. And I can ask the Holy Spirit, ooh, I got something to say about that. I'm going to leave this finger up so I don't forget. Um, but I can ask the Holy Spirit to make things make sense along the way. But I got to ask him for instruction so I can make sure that I'm doing what I got to do. Because before the Israelites were promised the seven-day journey, they had wandered in the desert for 40 years after not following so how many of you are you know have been receiving something and you're fighting it so hard because it doesn't make sense with your fantasy or it doesn't make sense with your timeline you're gonna have to start doing things that don't make sense and it will make sense along the way it may not look like a brick is out of place it may not look like a wall is gonna fall but it will you just gotta keep walking and following directions okay so I don't believe in coincidences. I do not believe in coincidences. I don't believe, I believe that my God is very detailed and he knows exactly what he is doing every step of the way in my life, in your life, all around, okay? Um, and I shared churches all last season and two out of three of the churches that I usually um, post are actually doing a sermon series on the Holy Spirit and whoa, I encourage you this is more than just this will answer so many questions that you probably didn't even realize you had like this is I spent a lot of last season talking about spirituality versus religion for this read like this is what I mean and I really would love for people that are confused just about not even this isn't even about Christianity this is genuinely about this is theological. This is, I don't want to say, this is just going to answer a lot of questions that you may or may not have. And I feel like this is a very good place. I feel like a lot of people might be like, this is not a good place to start, but I feel like this is a very good place to start. Cause I feel like it open, it answers so many questions that like lifelong Christians, lifelong believers have had. And I feel like if you go ahead and start watching these and jump on board, you just, you just skip the class. Like you just straight you just got the study guide and didn't even have to take the class. So I encourage you. Um, Transformation Church is, theirs is called um, The Upgrade. And TF, uh, the Father's House, Orange County, I don't know if theirs is called Have You Heard or if the first message was just called Have You Heard. I think theirs, because she mentioned Upgrade too. Either way, I will link them both below. I will put them in the description. I highly encourage you to check it out. It's going to answer so many questions. It will give you a better understanding. Um, it's If I could suggest any sermon series to watch, it would be this one. It would be this one, and then I would tell you to let the Holy Spirit guide you on to what to watch, and that would make sense after you watch it. Um, I also... Oh, also... There's something special happening on May 23rd with Transformation Church, and I would love for, I would love for that to be applicable to some people, right? So I, again, I'm just inviting you. I'm throwing the invitation out there. I don't believe in coincidences. Maybe you you hearing this is a sign, um, but yes, I invite you um, to watch both of those sermon series and get your life together and receive your blessing. Okay, um, but yeah, that was Wednesday's episode. Go follow these instructions, even though you have no idea when that wall is going to fall. It's going to fall. Just keep being faithful, keep being trusting, and God going to show up and show out. Okay? Um, We will be back Friday for a fun episode. I'm really excited about Friday. It's 
I'm excited about it. I don't know if y'all are going to be excited about it, but I'm excited about it. So I will see you guys Friday. Life is a conscious decision. Be a good person because you can. Bye.